Welcome to episode 62 of the Business of Living podcast. It is good to be back. It's good to have these conversations about being intentional with life, to decide how you're going to live, to design your future, to live your life to the fullest. So much is possible for you when you don't drift through life, when you decide, I am going to take the reins and live intentionally. And that's what we talk about, living life to the fullest, going all in, seizing the moments that life offers us. And I'm excited about today's conversation because a lot of people are a little scared right now. The recession is pretty much settled in at this point. People are feeling it. The results of inflation, increased prices, lack of availability for certain goods. I have a close friend who's pretty high up at the company Amazon, and he said that they have massive layoffs coming that are nationwide. Pretty unusual. Just a few short months ago, they were hiring like crazy. So we're starting to see that in the, the corporate world too. Companies are cutting back, trying to save money. They see the writing on the wall. I've talked to some business owners that are having some cash flow challenges. People are being a little bit tighter with their money and a little bit more limited in how they spend. So what do we do? How do we prepare and how do we protect ourselves from the results of inflation and the recession? So today I'm, we're going to talk about this. How do you become recession proof so that whatever the economy looks like, whatever the market conditions are, that we continue to be successful, continue to pay our bills, continue to feed our families and maybe even grow and thrive during that time. Before we get into that topic today, I just want to address a couple questions that I've received the last couple weeks. Some of you might have noticed I have not been putting out weekly podcasts. The reason for that is because I've had a lot of new interesting opportunities on my plate to explore, and I've recognized that I need to create a little bit more space in my life to maintain that balance that I'm striving to have. I love to spend a lot of time with my family and kind of looking through all these different opportunities and building a real estate business, as well as continuing to build my coaching practice. I'm running out of time and I do not want that time to be taken away from my family. And so I've decided to cut back to two episodes per month, at least for a season. And that may change, but just want to give you a heads up. That's how we're going to move forward, at least until the end of the year. If you rely on this show every week, I do apologize and thank you for understanding. But as you know, I'm never going to let something that I do professionally steal precious time from my family. Thank you for allowing me to explain that. Let's get back to today's show. How do you become recession proof? Number one, do not stay in the place of fear. Fear can be paralyzing. Some of you are thinking about this recession and thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm having a hard time making ends meet as it is. This recession coming and all this inflation, I'm in trouble. And then that wheel starts turning, that downward spiral of thinking, and we get stuck in that place of fear. And you know what's not happening when we're afraid? Creativity, action, discovering new opportunities and exploring thoughts and writing down ideas and taking action on those ideas, none of those things are happening when we are stuck in that place of fear. So yeah, your fear might be real. You might have a very 
concerning situation because of what's going on in the economy today, I feel for you, but don't stay there. That's not going to help you get out stewing in that fear. Some of y'all are so creative, but you are applying your creativity to coming up with different ideas of your demise and how that's going to unfold. Let's put those creative thoughts to work in a forward-moving, action-oriented way. And you might be saying, well, that's easy for you to say. How do I stop that downward spiral of fear and dread and thoughts that everything's going to go wrong? Take action. You're asking yourself, well, what do I take action on? I'm going to give you a couple things that you can take action on right now that can help you become recession-proof. Number two, everything you do Commit to doing it with excellence. If you have some of that nervous energy building up because you're worried about how the recession is going to affect you, channel it toward being excellent with everything you do. And you can apply this to whether you're an employee or an entrepreneur or you own your own business, whatever position you might have in life, you can do things with excellence and it makes a huge difference. I would encourage you to choose five different areas in your career that you can commit to being excellent at so that you are indispensable. If you're in a service-based business, what can you do to add that extra level of service to your customers? Is it a personal phone call to ask how everything's going or if you can do anything for them? Is it a handwritten note? Is it a small gift that just cements that business relationship? If you are an employee or you work for a company, What can you do that goes above and beyond what's expected of you? Instead of doing the bare minimum of what's expected, how can you think through, well, what would add value to my boss or to my team? Have you asked them that? Have you said, hey, I'm looking for ways to add value to the team. What can you think of that I could do better or improve on or do in addition to what I'm already doing to help add more value? And I get it, time is a limited resource. I'll be the first to say that. But we waste a lot of time during our work days as well. So this doesn't necessarily mean spending more time, going in earlier, coming home later. It means getting extra focused, intense, and action-oriented with those hours that we have. If your boss or your team don't have any ideas for you or feedback on how to add more value, maybe you come up with something yourself. Maybe... You start a group within your company of emerging leaders where you're going to lead a discussion once a month and go through leadership topics on how to improve. You tell me that wouldn't add value to yourself and to the people who are part of that group? Just an idea, but think through this in your world. What might that look like to say, hey, I'm going to do my job with excellence. I'm not going to just do what's expected of me. I'm going to go above and beyond and be excellent with everything that I do. So that's the second point here. Commit to going above and beyond and being excellent with what you do. And that means in your personal life too. If you're out at the grocery store, if you're at a family gathering or you're running into people, like how are you carrying yourself? Are you shaking hands firmly, looking people in the eye, asking them questions about how they're doing and what they're up to and what opportunities they're excited about? These are all things that we can do to be excellent in how we treat people and how we live our lives. Okay, number three, add new skills. 
the accessibility and the low cost of information and education these days is like no other time in history. It doesn't matter who you are, where you live, you have access to knowledge and resources to develop skills. And don't tell me that you don't have time. I recently had a discussion with somebody about this very topic and they said, I just don't have the time to take a class or to take a course. I said, oh, uh, what do you do when you're driving in your vehicle from, he says, oh, I love sports radio. I love listening to sports radio. It's kind of interesting. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. The game already happened. All they're doing is mulling over what had happened and getting everybody's opinion about what happened. And at the end of the day, what kind of value does that offer to you? Listen, it's great. If, if you're entertained by that, fine. But don't tell me you don't have time. You could easily replace that time with a course that you're listening to in your own vehicle. And I get it. There's times when you just want to zone out and relax and not have to do something. I need that time too. But that's how I did my real estate license. I took a 75-hour course online. And sometimes I was driving in the car. Sometimes... I was up at night after the kids were in bed, just kind of going through that material on my own. Sometimes my wife was watching a show and I was doing the real estate course with my headphones on the couch next to her. So there's time that you can fit these things in, but the cost of learning is so approachable and there's so many different ways to do it. You can jump on websites like Udemy or teachable, and you can learn anything that you can imagine. What skill could you add that would differentiate you from your competition, that would elevate your worth as an employee, or that would make you stand apart as a business owner, or that would increase your ability to lead? Ask yourself what skills these are and start taking some courses, start reading some books, Start doing what it takes to develop skills that make you indispensable. I'm currently listening to an audiobook that is teaching me the language of Urdu, which is one of the languages of Pakistan, where we have a school there. So I'm learning the language so I can better communicate with them and make more of an impact with that. So that's just one of the many things that I'm trying to do to add value, to expand my abilities so I can be positioned for more opportunities too. Another note on this is don't forget about your past experiences and skill sets as well. There might be a skill set that you've learned early on that you kind of threw out the door because you're in a different career now. Maybe there's something there that you can leverage to add to what you bring to your current position. You know, last month, I actually had a bit of a down month. A couple coaching contracts had ended and a few that were supposed to start got delayed And so I was in need of some income to fill a gap. I used to have a construction business. So I have a lot of experience in renovation, remodeling, and all that kind of stuff. And so I put a post in our Facebook page for our local community. I said, hey, does anyone need any construction projects? I have some downtime and I can do a couple projects in this coming month. I got about 30 replies of people saying, hey, can you come remodel my bathroom? I have a quick handyman job I need you to do. Anyway, I was able to schedule a couple jobs and add a substantial amount of income in a short period of time because of that skill set that I had developed. And I was able to pull that out of my little bag of tricks and 
fill in on a month where I needed some more cash flow. All right, number four is buckle down on your budget. First of all, if you don't have a budget, you definitely need one. If you do have a budget, this is really a time to get extra dialed in on where your money is going. All those subscriptions that you have, do you really need them? Which ones are essential? Which ones are not? And can you cut off? And then think about, all right, how can I store away as much cash as possible? If you know Dave Ramsey, the financial expert, he suggests having $1,000 in your emergency fund. I would suggest even having a little bit more than that, especially if you're a business owner. Shoot for getting six solid months of expenses set aside. So if you have no income coming in for six months, you know you can still pay your bills with that chunk of money. Facebook Marketplace is a wonderful thing. Go into your basement and in your attic and sell everything. Go into your garage, sell everything you're not using. If you have nothing to sell, go to the free section of Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, pick some things up that are free, fix them up a bit, sell those things. If you're having some financial challenges and you're buried in debt, I'd highly recommend you look into Dave Ramsey with Ramsey Solutions. Look into his program on getting out of debt. It's rock solid. I've gone through it. Me and my wife Lydia have together. It's been awesome. So if you're in trouble, definitely look into that. But if you're going along at a pretty good pace and you think you're fine, maybe double down on your cash reserves. And remember, this is not a time to stop being generous and giving. That's going to hurt you financially. The less generous you are, the less money that is going to flow into your life. So continue to give and to be generous, even in the midst of a recession. I don't suggest that you panic. This is just an invitation to dial in your budget a bit more, get even more intentional about how you manage your money. All right, number five, the final one that I have today to make yourself recession proof, this is to lean on God. And I want to read something from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food? and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Yes, we have a part in taking care of ourselves and our families, for sure. But one of God's promises is that he will always provide for you. 
Put your trust in him. Go to him every morning and lay your concerns before him and say, God, I need your help. I need help trusting you. I need help leaning on you. And he will. And you might not feel it every day, but I promise you, friend, if you go to him and you ask him that every day, he will walk with you and give you everything you need and more. So put your trust in him and you will be recession proof. I hope these five things were helpful to you. Move forward boldly, knowing that God is with you and that you have the potential and the skill sets and the experience to be able to figure this out because you do. I know you do. You're listening to this right now. You've been with me this far. It means it's within you. So put that to work. There is tons of opportunity out there. Sometimes even more than when times are good and easy. You are the main character in your story called life. What do you want your character to do? How would you want your character to respond when things get difficult? Do you want to fold, lay down on the ground in a ball and quit? Or do you want to dig deep and find that strength, find that resolve, that desire to overcome, to step up, to be everything that you were meant to be, it's in you. Be bold. Take action. Stand up in faith and go face whatever comes your way, knowing that you are living an amazing story, life is an adventure, and you are going all in come hell or high water. Have an awesome Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you have joyous toasts with family and friends and that you live life to the fullest with the people that you love. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time.